Hi, and welcome. You're listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. This is episode number 11, and it is entitled, What is Underneath That Resentment? So let's get started. Hi there, I'm Nancy Jane Smith, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. Welcome to the podcast, where I share my stories and lessons I've learned and keep learning on my quest to live happier. This podcast is produced every week, and the show notes are going to be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. Now, let's get into the show. So recently, Brene Brown came out with a new book about a month ago called um, Rising Strong, and this is her fourth book in her series, and um, this book is specifically about what happens after you have entered the arena, you have dared greatly, and it hasn't gone so well. And I think that affects a lot of us where we enter the arena and something goes wrong and it doesn't go very well. And so the book has a number of strategies and it's packed full of wisdom. So if you haven't read the book, I I highly recommend it. But there was a piece in the book that really, um, that I pulled a lot from and might have pulled more from than, than, she intended us to pull from. But um, a piece that really got to me was about resentment and boundaries. And in the book, she tells a story about a time when she failed to set uh, boundaries and got felt like she was getting taken advantage of. And therefore, really, um, the resentment came out at a later spot. So even though she failed to set the boundaries with one person, the resentment came out on another person. And that little piece of wisdom, that little paragraph of a story really stuck with me and I resonated with me a lot. And I think it's really common for people who are the people pleasers of the world, who don't want to mess, make anyone feel bad, who don't want to set boundaries, who are just really kind and want to see the best in other people to struggle with this this fact of setting boundaries. And so what happens is we go along and we live our lives being kind and generous and overgiving to people and we kind of lose ourselves. And when we lose ourselves, that first place it really shows up is we start feeling this little a level of dissatisfaction and, and unease and we start feeling a little um, questioning, like, is this all there is? Is this the best that could be? Like this just kind of malaise around life. And then eventually that kind of grows and expands into this resentment that happens to eventually it gets to this full out anger. And I see it a lot in clients, I've seen it in myself, where that progression happens, that we move from feeling you know, good and happy and overgiving to a place of anger and bitterness and tons of causes for that from um you know childhood issues and control freakisms and perfectionism and people pleasing and we have all kinds of names for that but today i specifically just want to talk about the power of boundaries around that and how a lot of times when we're feeling that resentment and when it's built to the place of resentment and anger and and gone to that end of the continuum, it's really a chance for us to stop and look and say, okay, where is my life getting a little out of control? Where am I not, where do I need to go back and set a boundary and say, okay, enough's enough. I can't give any more here. So that resentment and frustration is a is a great sign for us to be like whoa 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 I have overgiven someplace along the line here I have given too much and so I need to back up the bus 
and see where I might have, you know, not over crossed over my own boundaries. A great example of this comes like, let's say you have a friend and the friend, you and this friend get together maybe every few weeks. And whenever you get together, it's all about them. And all they do is talk about them and they, they pick the place, they pick the time, they decide where they're going to go. And then they sit there and they talk the whole time about themselves. And so not here you are taking time away from your busy life to spend time with a friend and they're just nonstop talking about themselves. And so your resentment builds and you get really angry and you come home and you take it out on your spouse and you start screaming at your spouse about the fact that the kitchen's a mess. When in reality, you're mad at this friend because they're taking advantage of you and you haven't set a healthy boundary around the fact that your time is really valuable and spending all of that time with the friend when they're just talking about themselves isn't helpful. Situations like that happen all the time. You're at work, you get called in on a project, you're already overworked, you're already overwhelmed, you're coworker takes one of your ideas as one of their ideas and gets all the credit and you know you go home building resentment you yell at your kids but really you're annoyed at this coworker who didn't give you the proper credit so examples like that happen a lot in our lives where we haven't stood up for ourselves we haven't shown up in the world we haven't set a boundary and said hey i'm worth this i'm worth my work is worth being acknowledged or my time is worth more than just sitting here at a restaurant that I didn't pick hearing you talk about your you know (laughs) ex-boyfriend for the millionth time so we need to get better at standing up for ourselves and setting those boundaries that say hey this is this is where I'm worth this is what I'm worth so when we start feeling that malaise and that kind of is this all there is and that level of frustration Sometimes it's important to pay attention and look and be like, okay, where in my life am I just going along mindlessly and not really paying attention and not showing up and setting a boundary? And a lot of times when we are just going along and not showing up, we don't want to speak up for ourselves. And so boundaries is such a rich topic and way longer than my 10-minute podcast I could do many, 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 many hours on boundaries because it is a rich and complex subject that um, for the people pleasers in the world is very triggering. And so it's really easy to say, set a boundary, speak up for yourself. But the nuance of that is really challenging. So today I'm just going to touch on two pieces around setting boundaries. And so let's take the example of the friend who always speaks just about herself. And you like this friend, it's just gotten to this habit where she's in this crappy relationship right now and she's in this cycle of constantly talking about herself. And so you want to help her, but also be able to show up yourself. So the two big concepts around boundaries is one is holding the boundary. So just saying it one time isn't going to always work. And the second concept is you aren't responsible for their reaction. So telling your friend, hey, you know, I love going out with you. I love seeing you once a week, but can we talk about something else this time? Let's do a, you know, spouse-free zone. So this time we're just going to talk about work or we're just going to talk about um, politics. I don't know, you know, something other than who we are dating right now. And so that's a soft, comfortable way of kind of setting a boundary and saying, today, let's do it differently. And your friend may plow through that boundary like nobody's business. And so she may 
jump from politics into something about her ex-boyfriend and you can lovingly remind her with the holding it phase of the boundaries of, hey, today we're just talking about politics. We're not talking about boyfriends. Let's give that a rest. So, um, you know, one of the toughest conversations I ever had to have was with a friend of mine and I literally had to say to her, I can't hear about your boyfriend anymore because it just it's ruining our friendship and so I was very point blank because I had just hit my maximum capacity for that and I said I love you and I in order to keep this relationship going we need to take a break from talking about this I may we may be able to come back to it but right now we've just been repeating the same stuff over and over again and I'm not helping you anymore and so that friend was fortunately very receptive and understood and realized that she was you know beating the subject to death and and we were able to take a break from it and then we came back and we talk about her boyfriend all the time now so that it once she got over the hump of okay I'm just repeating this in cycles she was able to unhook and we could come back and be you know talking about all kinds of things so in this friendship the first thing is that you're going to have to hold that boundary and be firm with it so a lot of times when we go and we set boundaries we feel a resentment towards something we realize we need to set a boundary we go and set the boundary and then they run right over it and we let them and so the boundary really never gets set so it's holding the boundary then the second piece as I said is realizing you can't control their emotional reaction so and this is hard for the people pleasers out there because we want to be able to set the boundary and have them be like okay got it totally that's great no problem and rarely does that happen every now and then it does like I said with my friend but rarely does it happen and so a lot of times if you say to the friend who talks all the time about her boyfriend hey you know can we just talk about politics and she's like sure that sounds great and then she runs over your boundary and you bring it back and say okay no we just said we're gonna talk about politics today she may be like why what is going on this really hurts my feelings i'm really upset she may even start to cry because she wants to be able to talk about her boyfriend and continue the same and so that's where it's important for us to recognize you know they can have their emotions and i can still have my emotions too so your friend could be upset she can be upset about the fact that she wants to talk about her boyfriend she can be upset about the fact that you're basically calling her selfish she can be upset about the fact that that you know this the rest of these meetings are going to go the way she wants them to in the moment she can have that reaction and you can have the reaction of i love you and i just can't keep doing this both reactions are fabulous both reactions are fine and wonderful and when you leave the restaurant and you go home she may have a different reaction so she may be like she's right i am stuck on this ex-boyfriend i can't get past him i do need to move on and i haven't really don't really know what's going on in her life because all i do is talk about this ex-boyfriend so she may have the initial reaction of being really upset and then come around to totally understanding and that's where it's important to recognize your resentment towards this friend is not helping the friendship so the only way to help the friendship is to set the boundary and if you want the friendship to continue in a in a better way without resentment you have to set a boundary there you have to speak up and tell your friend and so many times we just coast along and accept the unacceptable because we're afraid that the other person's going to get upset we're afraid we're going to hurt their feelings 
And feelings come and go. Like we have an initial reaction to a feeling and then we may move along and grow from that. So people pleasers, a lot of times we assume in our control freakness ways that the other person can never get past it. That if they have a negative emotion, they will never move beyond it. And that's not always the case. That's, you know, we move and grow and we can change all the time. We need people around us that lovingly push us along. So that is my brief lesson. <laughs> like I said, I could talk about this for a very long time about resentment and boundaries. And so I think paying attention to when resentment shows up in your life and checking in to see, okay, do I need to set a boundary here? And then when you go to set the boundary, recognizing that you probably are going to have to hold it and set it repeatedly. And then to recognize that the other person is allowed to have a reaction that's unpleasant around you setting a boundary. And you are allowed to have the opposite reaction. So that's okay. There is room for growth. So allowing that to happen. But I know that setting boundaries and checking our resentment and not coasting through life totally is a big part of the quest to live happier. Now it's time for a segment of the show that I call the weekly ritual challenge. So one thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week, I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you, and I'm going to be challenging you to complete it. So this week's challenge is a tough one, (laughs) especially for me, Um, and it is taking a vacation from electronics. So um, pick one evening and just go on an electronics vacation. Put your phone down, turn off your computer, put away the iPad. Just be present without your electronics for one evening. One evening. That's too easy. Try it for one day of your weekend or one day when you're off work. So I don't want to get you in trouble with work, but I do want you to see about life without the constant electronics. I am amazed in my own life how addicted I am to my phone and how ever-present it is in my life. And when I get anxious, the first thing I reach for is my phone. So it's a great ritual challenge. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have some questions, send me an email at nancyjane at live-happier.com or tweet me at nancyjane. So until next time, here's to living happier.